How can I know God is real? What does the Bible say about politics? Why does a good God allow suffering? If you have questions about faith, life or culture, don't be afraid to ask. This This is Ask with David Dean. Everyone, Dave Dean here. And our question for the week is, what is new atheism? Well, these days you might change the question to what was new atheism because it is very much behind us today. But to answer this question, let's first back up and clarify what we mean by the word atheism. In a 2016 publication, the Oxford Dictionary of Atheism, atheism is defined as, quote, a belief in the non-existence of a god or gods, or more broadly, an absence of belief in their existence. Now, that makes sense given the structure of the word. The English word atheism comes from two Greek words, a-theos. In Greek, a is a negative term. It is a negating prefix. It denies whatever comes after it. In this case, theos, which is Greek for God. So a theos means no God, negating God. Kind of like a typical, non-typical, or abyss without bottom, or anarchy without authority, or anarchetic without sensation, and so on. Now, it's important to distinguish atheism from other terms like agnosticism and skepticism. Agnosticism is the view that a person doesn't know if God exists or doesn't think it is possible to know that God exists, you know, our gnosis, our knowledge. Skepticism is a view that just doubts if there is a God. But atheism, in contrast to these, it is much stronger in that it is an affirmation denying the existence of God altogether. But what then is new atheism? Well, new atheism isn't really a new way of negating God, at least in terms of the reasons for denying his existence. New atheism refers more to a cultural movement that was spearheaded by certain outspoken atheists such as Sam Harris, Richard Dawkins, Daniel Dennett, Christopher Hitchens, Lawrence Krauss and others. And they gained a lot of public attention not long after the terrorist attacks of September 11, 2001. What made it new, again, wasn't the substance of the arguments but the attitude, the tone, the scorn that this movement had for all things religious. This was in every sense new. I mean, in in modern history, there have been very influential atheists, men like Charles Darwin, Karl Marx, Friedrich Nietzsche, Sigmund Freud, and others. And while they were very strong in their views, they didn't have this kind of low-blow, street-brawling attitude to their atheism that we've seen in the new atheist movement. We might contrast new with old atheism in the following way. In terms of tone, old atheism was critical. New atheism is shrill. In terms of genre, old atheism is logical, new atheism is satirical. In terms of source of religion, old atheism concerns predominantly psychology. New atheism is all about the biological sciences. In terms of the results of religion, old atheism says it's from philosophical errors, whereas new atheism says it's from social evils. In terms of end of religion... Old atheism says it's only a short time. New atheism says it's just taking too long. In terms of an afterlife, old atheism says it's a fruitless fantasy, whereas new atheism says it's just a dangerous delusion. In terms of place and culture, old atheism, they were known as the cultural heretics of their time. New atheists were something of media stars. And in terms of views on religious education, old atheism thought that it was misinforming a child, whereas new atheists went so far as to say it was child abuse. We could keep on going down the list of comparisons, but that should give us a bit of a snapshot of what we're talking about here. Now, when we keep in mind, though, that new atheism arose not long after 9-11, it's not difficult to see why it came out swinging like it did. When we have acts of terror done in the name of God, it is really quite understandable that people would be angry at the power and danger that the idea of God can pull in society. That's why just five days after the Twin Towers fell, before the dust had even settled, 
Richard Dawkins published an article titled Religion's Misguided Missiles, and a few days later he penned another article titled Time to Stand Up. And several years later, after that, Dawkins went on to write what has now been dubbed the Bible of New Atheism, his bestseller, The God Delusion. But there was more to New Atheism than just the inflammatory rhetoric. On the one hand, New Atheism did tear down all things religious, but on the other, it was replacing the void with all things scientific. God or the Bible doesn't have the answers. Science does. Science is our saviour. This is summed up in a famous statement by New Atheist Victor Stinger, who said, Science will fly you to the moon. Religion will fly into buildings. But as I mentioned from the outset, New Atheism as a cultural movement is pretty much dead. While it got a lot of public attention and cultural momentum for its brash tone and attitude, it lacked on pretty much every level of academic credibility and substance, and the science-only agenda that it was trying to peddle had been repudiated by philosophers in the middle of the 20th century, so it was really out of step with contemporary philosophical um, academic work. So ironically, New Atheism's pitfall was trying to promote reason in a most unreasonable way. That's part of the problem as to why it's no longer uh, getting the momentum or traction that it once did today. But there's also another whole side to consider in that society has just moved away from this kind of rude, brash, belief style of public discourse and debate. In fact, we've gone so far to the other extreme now that we don't even know how to debate anymore. We just cancel people. But that's another question for another day. So, in short, New Atheism was a one-hit cultural wonder that dried up without answers to any of the questions that it raised. And perhaps one reason for this is because it kicked off on the wrong foot when it stood up, to reference Dawkins' original essay. Perhaps the significance of the suffering and loss of human life and the tragedy of 9-11 is best understood not without God, but with God, who has made life meaningful. As C.S. Lewis wrote, "'If I find in myself desires which nothing in this world can satisfy,' The only logical explanation is that I was made for another world. Do you have a question about Christian beliefs, theology, doctrine, philosophy or culture? Don't be afraid to ask. Go to drcdean.com forward slash ask. That's Dean with an E.